guess what? You know who the fuck it is. It's your dear friend and mentor, James Earl Brassfield, here to introduce you to another episode of Teach These Devils. That's right, Teach These Devils. If it's Wednesday, it must be Teach These Devils. And if it's Teach These Devils, it must be motherfucking fire, because that's all we do is shit fire like we've been eating Taco Bell and Mario mixed together, because we're monsters. Uh, today on Teach These Devils, I'm not wasting any fucking time. We're going right in because we have a special uh, edition-ish kind of thing. I'm even recording this in the Jetmobile, which is a rare feat. Um, me and Wilson, and Dave Sibyl, I fucked it up again, I can't say it right. Dave Sibyl, nailed it. We've, me, Wilson, and Dave Sibyl fucking hang out a little bit. We're dear friends, we work together on the Pressure Life magazine. We talk, we chop it up, we live life, and we just have a general conversation, which is kind of what we do on Teach These Devils, but uh, Dave will be back to talk more about an upcoming event we have with Pressure Life. Also, stick around, because uh, we do a short little interview with Dave, but man, man, you're not going to be ready for what comes after that. I'm talking about an interview that was uh, with Tom Green, that's right, Tom Green, it's really interesting. Uh, it was really cool to talk to him. And uh, Nick and Hilarious sent it up, so thank you, Nick. No more waste of time. Here it is right here. Here's the episode. I love you, Coy. Love you. It's a little fuzzy. I think it's the humidity. We're fuzzing today. We're fuzzing. 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 Fuzzy was the shit. That didn't sound, what did he sound like? Oh, I don't know, Kermit. No, it's not that. I don't know, Kermit. Kind of like a combination. Yeah, I would think it would be like a fusing of the two. So, like, basically, what we're telling you, audience, is that James and I combined make a single fuzzy bear. Yeah. So, welcome to the program. Welcome to teach these devils. Uh-uh. It's Wednesday, teach these devils, and we're doing it right now. We have a returning guest on today, Dave Sibyl. I still can't say. No, you didn't say it right. Dave that's That's Kermit. Yeah, it's a good Kermit. Sibyl. Sibyl. French. It's, it's all coming back. Picking up right where we left off in the Dave last one. Sibyl. Not like Sybil Shepherd. We literally had this exact conversation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time is a flat circle. And then I told you it was French, and I was that's and why I had I brought a baguette with said me. It. But like I said, when we before during the episode of the, the non-existent thing that we do on the porch, I fucking was like, I forget everything. The key to this is forgetting everything immediately. Otherwise, every time I hear Wilson's voice, I want to. You already said that. (laughs) Did I say that too already? Jeez. Anyway. Do you listen back to the episodes? I have to because I edit them. But I mean once they're completed. No. Do you ever just like throw one on? I listen to them. You do? Yeah. And then I give them my feedback. Is it weird? Do you feel like 
you're like remembering things, but you like they're so frequent so in your mind because you're like, did that happen in like real life? Like, who was I actually talking who to? Was like, <laughs> oh no, I was just listening to my own voice in my head. Like, what the fuck was I actually paying attention that whole time? <laughs> <laughs> was I listening? I can't remember. Sometimes your boy's lit up. Hey, it's the way to be to the sky. It's part of the. It's part of the. It's part the of the moon. solution to being broke. Apparently, yeah, and then you got to think about Chinese food for a second. So if the guest is talking, I'm thinking about my order: chicken teriyaki, that's pork true. fried rice. You just true. think about Chinese food randomly like that? Sometimes, man. There's really only a, like a few. If you break it down, there's really only a few things on the menu. Yeah, like yeah. you're you not gonna get like as ridiculously long as Chinese men, food menus are. Right, like you're gonna get. And even if you do, it's it's going to taste the exact same. I'm going to try the crab ragoon today. I'm not getting crab ragoon. Dude, crab ragoon is fire. Fuck you. No, man. I did fuck up once, though. I got I feel like that sounds terrible for my innards. I got something called mugu gai pan. No. Have you ever had it? Isn't that the noodles? Dude, it's it's just steamed chicken on, like, plain noodles with, like, a chopped up carrot. Dude, it was, like... The most tasteless shit I've ever had in my life. And I was like, I try it because for that exact reason, I was like, everything tastes the fucking same. What's the point? I'll go way off the path. I'll get this thing. I have no idea what it is. I like Terrible to call mistake. Mugu nasty. <laughs> Got him. I basically, I ordered a chicken teriyaki from this Japanese place uh, by where I work. It's uh, like a standalone restaurant. Yeah. But like I went there and uh, it was a chicken teriyaki, but. It was just like a mugu gai pan, but it was rice instead of noodles. Like, they literally just fucking steamed it, poured the shit over it, and set it on rice. Oh, man. It had a nice little side salad, though, with a good dressing. See, if the chicken doesn't taste fake, it's not good Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> or if it doesn't look weird. Yeah, if it doesn't look like it looks like chicken. Like, if it probably didn't come out of a bucket of, like, pre... Like, it's just, like... Fucking cut. You've seen the dudes at like Sakyo Japan just take like the bucket, like a five gallon bucket, and just dump it on there. Hell yeah. It looks like it's delicious though. It's so good. What's your favorite Chinese place? I don't get, I don't get um, Chinese that often, but I like, I like uh, China Walk. Is that the one next to Mr. Panda Walk? Yeah, Yeah, Panda Walk. That's the one next to Mr. Heroes on 117. What's the China one? Uh, There's New China King. That's Josh Maros' Creed. I'm off the new trying to king because they had the creepy, had the, uh, the creepy delivery driver. This yes. delivery driver oh, came to my door. <laughs> he came to my door and he was just like, it's yum, yum. And I was just giving him the money. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. When you touch me like this. So did you, you find, did you find Yeah, China one? Express on uh, Detroit and uh, we're, where old tools used to be now it's the fucking mac yeah. and cheese restaurant oh that yeah. one that's good mad max's mad that place max. is fucked up i hope they're not a sponsor no they aren't um is it fucked up how fucked up is it you got the I ha- hints i haven't been there yet <laughs> but there we tried to go there and their hours are 5 p.m to midnight every day including weekends that's how you fucking try and set a little precedent though it's called Mad Max. But then, like, like it used to be around it. Irish Kevin's. No, it's like, it's just dumb hours. It's 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 a way to not make money and stay open later. Like I got, we all got lives to live. I yeah. think that they're can't trying to wor- do a I can't trick. work 12, you in. Yeah, like, would be solid. Right, I think they're trying right. to do a trick, man. They're trying to play games where it's like, okay, we're only open from five to twelve, bitch. 
So get here or don't, but bring money to spend. Like if you if that place is open from five to twelve, you've looked it up. You're gonna bring money and you're gonna go to that bitch to get like two Macs. I don't know. I'm don't not. I'm not that, that attracted to mac, like and mac and cheese. cheese. You know who is washed motherfuckers, and there's a lot of them. What Washington? Washed. No, washed. Washed. Yeah. Quiet lames. They listen to smooth jazz and Coldplay. Look at the stars. See, the other day my friend posted like the first. <laughs> The first two Coldplay albums are perfect sonically and lyrically, and I still, I, I, it bothers me. I think about it a couple times a day. I don't know if he was kidding or not. <laughs> he was dead serious because it's like a friend who, like, our bands used to play together, and he's like, it's it was the drummer of the Sidekicks, so they're like <laughs> super big now. And he wrote that, and I was like, and their new music is like way popular than like yeah their old stuff. Wow, and like I was like, is is that where the where he went? Like, is that never listened to a Coldplay album ever, and I will continue not to. Yeah, it, it, I've never heard anything. I've been like, "Fuck, I've I gotta get, listen to that whole album." Do you listen to a Coldplay album, James? I was studying whites, wasn't a hand. Okay, I get it. Like you flipped the record, you listened to like the A side of the record, and then you flipped it. And you were like, <laughs> I need just as much more Coldplay as <laughs> that first round. My friend was obsessed with Jimmy Eat World, who I actually fuck with now that I'm older. Because it's like good music that reminds me of nostalgia. It's like not like doo bop as we call it. Uh, I still fuck with doo bop bands too, but like, uh, what's a doo bop band like? Uh, example, pop. like fucking My Chemical <laughs> Romance. Oh, that's where it comes from. Like all those songs have doo bop, doo bop. Yeah, I feel like I was more attracted to that because I was listening to like the Casualties and shit, and that's the same like doo bop. But it's like, this yeah. one just had a kind of like a melody and girls liked it too. So. I have to redact this. <laughs> Maybe you just insert yourself saying, really yeah, yeah, on a Tuesday, June the 19th, <laughs> recording this episode. It's the Lord's Day. We ask the Lord to anoint this holy podcast broadcasting station known as the Jebaplex. Teach. Teach him. Did you guys see the episode of Atlanta where they go to that dude's house for Juneteenth? Yes. Is that not like one of the best episodes ever? Man, that episode <laughs> is so poignant. Like, all of those episodes are so fucking heavy, man. Like, there's something in every one of them that is like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's like it's a discomfort you've felt before. It, like, and it, yeah, it draws off real life type shit. And it doesn't even mention the real life shit. It's yeah, just it's still like, kind is... of like in the absurd realm, but it's like very realistically absurd. It's it's like uh, that it's almost everything. Yeah, like there's a real in all of this absurdity. There's this like very real situation, right? Right. I can't like, wait for the the end of the storyline of the Nutella Man. I I don't think that I have access to season two yet. What are you watching TV on these days, Dave? I am using... For Atlanta, I watched on Hulu. Hmm. But I like the commercial version of Hulu. There's nothing wrong with oh, commercials. Oh, so yeah, the commercial version. But it's like a paid-for commercial. I think there's like different levels of commercials. Oh, and see, if I got this the is premium. The, if this is the oh, yeah. paid version, it's ridiculous because it's like every three... I think like you just pay... Like if you just pay for the premium, you don't have commercials. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. It's like 12 bucks. I, I walked into the situation. I didn't like research it it was just on the tv <laughs> in the apartment that i happened to oh end stevie up living has in. hulu she's, she's got everything dude 
everything. Dude, it's Especially crazy. That's why I got rid of all my like VHSs. Yes, yes, she does have a kind art. Shout out to Stevie. I like said credit card. No, she, <laughs> yo, she got a credit card. No, no, no. There, get that. I got rid of all my VHS tapes because she had every streaming service, and I was like, "Well, this is just going to take up space for the rest of my Are life." Are you mad? Because I, I, you had, I put them, I put yeah, them up online. I said anyone can come get anything they want. Motherfucker, have you gone crazy? <laughs> I think so. Well, goddamn it, that's what love will do to you. And sometimes when you love someone, you you, you get in a tight spot. When we come back on TC's Devils, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, tight spots. Uh, we'll be right back, ladies and dreams. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, indeed, young man. More with Dave Subin. That's close. God damn it. We'll be back. Action. Anyway, uh, Wilson, don't ever call me Jeb. My name is Jetski now. Jetski. Yes? I can't do it. Okay. I can't. I physically can't call just you call me Jet. Jetski. I'll just call you Wilson Condor Chavo and the other names. Big Spiders. Big Spiders here. Hey, Big Spiders here. Big Spider shows up later. He might. Again, he might just. He might. I don't, I don't know. I do He's not got like a crazy hanging out with man. that guy. I wouldn't. I don't enjoy it. He's very excitable. He's just so excitable, for- and he's just like constantly worked up about something to the point where it's just like, like I'm. I need to go to bed now. He doesn't Who's have an actual job. Just like a series of get rich quick schemes. Yeah, he's a hype and man. People buy him. But it, yeah, it's crazy. He makes a whole living. He's kind of a genius. It is. Shout out, Big Spiders. Shout out. Um, guess who's back? The guest who I cannot properly name, <laughs> Dave Seville. That was very close. God damn it. I, I think you're, you're making it like too wrong. French now. It's just, I'm trying it's just to French Sibyl. it up real bad. Dude. I know. You really did. You really did. I'm trying to. Sable. Is Wilson doing it right? Sable. No. no. Sable. He's doing it the most that. common way, but he's not <laughs> doing it right. <laughs> Say it for him. Sibyl. Sibyl. Yeah, so Bill. Yeah, just Bill. Bill. Bill, like the name Bill. Okay. I can't wait for like have this exact conversation. <laughs> I mean, blood comes Sorry. from a father. Names are important. That's true. It was um, just Father's Day. It was just Father's Day. It was day. Daddy's How Day. It was everyone's Dad's Day. It was I, pretty good. I thought that I was going to have to do a lot of manual labor to help my stepdad do this shit, and it was like 95 degrees outside. Mm. And I was like dreading it, but he couldn't get this one screw off of the deck, Thank and God. it just like halted the whole project until I had to leave and go to like dinner with Steve's dad. <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> just chilled in air conditioning your, with my mom. <laughs> is it cool to hang out with your girlfriend's dad on fucking Dad's Day? We all went out to dinner. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. What do you mean? Is is, is it cool? If I was a dad, I'd be like, "Don't hang out with me, nigga. I'm trying to poke my daughter. Fucking get out of my face." I think we're. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that, yeah, as a father. But you're gonna try and rub that fucking dick all over my father's take it out of my face. <laughs> Not no, I could, I could see that. I could, right? s- I could see that. Uh, he's a pretty chill guy, though. He lets it roll off. He's very zen. Does he like you? Yeah, we get along really well. The relationship will never last. Um, no, no. Why? Have dad hate you. I have. I don't know. I've actually, I've never been in that boat really. I've dated people that my mom like hated, and that was you love that bitch. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> it was like it was just like this constant thing because you like kind of know your mom's right, you know? Yeah, right. It was like that you, you knew your mom was right, or you like I don't know. There's, it's just a weird situation when your mom. I have zero desire to like make my you... mom disappointed. You know? <laughs> 
So it's like she's giving you a big fuck no from the back, and you're like, <laughs> "Well, wow, mom, I like her. You do not like her. <laughs> that's you exactly do not what my mom sounds care like. about her. That's fucked up. No, that's exactly that's exactly it. Kind of like a have your fun, but realize you're gonna have to get serious one day. Don't buy the cow if you're getting the milk for free," said your mom. That's what my mom said exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad that moms say that to sons, especially with all the problematic shit that's going on. Enough about that. Let's talk about something that's healing and developing the whole world again. We were just talking about Atlanta before this little brisek, and uh, you had a very poignant thought. I think you're going to share with us about Atlanta. Well, it's. I was talking about the Juneteenth episode. It is now currently Juneteenth today. Today, recording this. Yep, and. I was surrounded by a lot of white people, which I'm also white if people can't tell by my voice. They can't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, and it, 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 I felt like everyone who said anything about it was like that guy from that episode. It was just like <laughs> over sympathizing and trying to just shove your face into a concept hey, cool. that you don't belong to. Right. And it's, it, whatever, like, I think everyone, I I hold no bad thoughts about anybody at all. Oh, I do. I, I really don't. It's uh, weird. I'm like on this like, this happy train right now where I just like, everything's cool. You're on your wave. That's great, man. But it's, uh, I don't know, like, you don't have to, you don't have to try to like be the fucking guy about it, you know? <laughs> One of the funniest parts about that episode is the fact that he keeps telling Donald Glover's character that he has to go back to Africa. <laughs> Man, that <It's>, show. <laughs> Did you notice in that episode, though, on the wall of like artifacts, there was a Childish Gambino record? That's cool. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Like when he's sitting down in the in the office and he has like the two drinks. Good for him. That's very poignant. Also, he's like, is this Hennessy? He's retiring the Childish Gambino moniker. Oh, really? Really? He is. That's what I've been told. Is he just going to be Donald Glover through and through? Uh, the internet. Um, oh. and I don't know why he would do that. He gets to play like two different. He's swole for childish now. But I I heard he got that name by putting it in a Wu Tang name generator yeah. online. That's what I've heard as well. Which is like you can't you can't fuck with that. Like that's your name. Well, Wu Tang Clan is nothing to fuck with, David. No, that's true. Not in, not that's in, true. Not that's absolutely true. Like on a lot of levels, uh, I'm sure. Tiger style. I mean, honestly. Who who shall defeat the Shaolin Master? So the, in the background right now, we're actually watching a Shogun Assassin. Yeah, it's uh, very fitting. The, do you think it's just like we went to Wu Tang because this is on, probably. and that's where it's going to be? I think that like we're experimenting with stuff. Usually, we have the television off. It's incredible that like two hundred black dudes are synonymous with Chinese culture. Now. It's true. <laughs> you you guys talked about it about like the hood and and Dragon Ball Z. We did, and about how it's just like. Very yeah, strange. that you just like that was the perfect well, escape. You're like, I'm gonna freak out on these dudes right my now. My friend posted like some sort of, and I'm not a big meme dude, but my friend posted a meme where it was like, uh, <laughs> it was like, it was something. It was like an analysis of the plot of Dragon Ball Z, where it was like how it's soup, like it's actually really bad and kind of like just it's a dumbass show. But then it's like black dudes in their twenties, and it's just like arguing mm. against them. <laughs> it's like you liar. And I like I felt that way. I was like, no. But it is. <laughs> I never watched. Neither did I, because I'm also cool. So, <laughs> hey, you guys are cool. You don't uh, play video games. You play video games, Jeb. Well, because I need to relax my mind, because I'm also very intelligent. 
I don't play video games because I was not very good at them, which is probably the opposite problem. I'm okay at them, but, like, I will lose time. Like, I think aliens come get me when I play video games, like, because I'll be like, oh, shit, I've been doing this for three hours. Oh, yeah, you can shut off. How did I find three hours? Dude, I can... That That's nothing. I know what you mean. I've What's the longest you've ever played video games for straight? Huh? What's the longest you've ever played video games for Dude, straight? I don't... I'm a, I, I, I will honestly say I think I played a, I played a game for ten hours. Gross. How old were you? Last week. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Dude, probably, what? I was no, a week. It was like, it was like. What it game was, was it? We can it was, figure this it was, out. It was like two or three Christmases ago. Just, I was just a week younger Fallout than I 4. am right now. Fallout 4. Just bought me Fallout 4, and I just. I'm going to look up what year Fallout 4 came out in. Because the soundtrack is all old music, like really old, like 1940 oh shit. So I'm just shooting stuff to that. Is it just, like cartoony? Not really. Like yes. the setting isn't cartoony, but the music yes, is. It's cartoony it is. as shit. It's post-apocalyptic America. Cartoon. But is it like, like some of it? Do some things of it look is. like it's supposed Pokemon to be like, in that? It's yes. no, no. Yes, James, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> is that are those the tattoos that Eric has like up and down yeah, his like arms? Yeah, like Pit Boy and stuff. It's supposed to be like the idea was like the bombs fall, Amer- the people come out of the vault, reshape America to like fifties America. Happy home. What's the conflict? You have to like stand up for giant whatever rats. it is at the time. Giant like, rats whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the lone like survivor of like a James liberal background. PlayStation, yeah. and he only owns Fallout for PlayStation. So that's oh. why he's talking shit. Fuck Fallout. That's why he's jumping on my <laughs> my bandwagon here. I want to fight Fallout. Fight You'd get it for Xbox if your Xbox worked. Ooh, I'll stab you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Xboxes are one ninety nine right now, and I've been fighting an urge. <laughs> what kind of Xbox? Nobody Xbox fine. One S. Five hundred gigs. Damn. Cause one ninety nine. Cause. Do you remember when you like got your first computer in your house? Oh yeah, dude. And <laughs> the dude was like the like specialist at, at Best Buy at you know two thousand or whatever <laughs> was like. It's like this has half a gig. You will never ever fill this up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. What, and he was right. You have like, so you, many floppy disks. <laughs> you got your first house computer in like two thousand. Yeah, dude. Okay, so I got my first computer in like nineteen ninety seven. No, it wasn't. You got a it Windows had to 95, be five dog. No, dude, I got a Mac. Oh really? Oh, got a Mac. Yeah, dude. Like the colorful ones. Yeah, like, not the Those are from like the 2000s. Before that. Yeah, before before that. that. Well, we had an Apple IIe in the house, but that doesn't count as a computer in the 90s. Yeah, that's not real. I did play like Wheel of Fortune on it a lot, though. I think uh, the original Apple stick was actually on that record player. I stole it off of it. I think our first pair. computer was a gateway. I can confirm is that. that. Is that Was that a computer? Gateway? Gateway was yeah, a computer. It was yeah, with the cows. It was also a 2099-ish computer. Yeah, that's that's what we had. Dude, the weirdest Their boxes part about getting like a cows. computer when I was like a little kid was that my parents had to fucking put it together, and they didn't know how it worked because I got it they for Christmas. put together the computer? Yeah, and they had no fucking clue how to do it. I was amazed like, it worked. Like, plug the monitor into the tower? Yeah. And it was like a fucking, like a, a three-month thing, I think. Because they told me that that room, like, they had taken the floor out of it. So, like, I think every night after work, my dad would, like, go in there and be like, God damn it! Do, 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 like, banging the computer around. I'm pretty sure he probably bought, like, two computers because he broke one of them. <laughs> and he had someone professionally installed the second one. Probably. He's like, I did it. This man coming in to stall the flow. <laughs> <laughs> He's having he 
tools, Dad. And then he just karate fights his way out of things. Yeah. He's just wearing a polo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All he's wearing is a polo. He looks wild racist. <laughs> Tell me about that tiki torch. He's got a cow print. Tell me about that tiki torch. <laughs> oh my god, Dave Sabil. Sub- Damn it! No, that was that was the best the way to do it. That was the Sub- best Sub- Dave Sabil is here. I didn't cross that time. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fucking. I like being overpronunciated. He, if you remember last time on TC's Devils, he fucking almost died in the lake. Mm-hmm. Fucking, uh, I think didn't your your dad died right? If I'm correct, my dad. Had, has been dead for a couple of years. That's terrible. I'm sorry for your loss, dude. I don't. I'm afraid that my dad will die because I still need him very much in my life to guide me through the fucking weird trials that are manhood. Are you closer with your mom or your dad? Um, I was always closer with my mom, but now that I'm older, like I totally get my dad. Like I understand him, and we're much closer. I feel like that is continuing to happen for me. It's just like I don't have any new information to go off of. Yeah, oh, man. it's just like. The last snapshot, and like as life goes on, I'm kind of like, this is why he did the things that he did, yeah. and this is like what he was going for, and these are the things he held important, and things that he thought were ridiculous, you know. Yeah, and it you know it occurs to me, but yeah, it's it's very hard losing a parent, that's for sure. I can't imagine, dude. Like I've lost some grandparents and stuff, and my grandmother's actually uh, she's not doing the best. She's like refusing to eat and shit because she's like. She's getting very. She's just not about it anymore. I don't think, and it's very sad. Could you imagine though? Like, I don't know what like the sickest you've ever been is, but if some if people are just like trying to like shove food in your face all the time, and you're just like, like, get out of my my fucking face before I kill everyone here, because she's like an older lady and stuff, and. I don't know, man. It's fucking one of those things where it's like, Grandma, please just eat some food. Like, please eat something. And, and now she's in the hospital and she's fucking getting intravenously fed or whatever because she just refused to eat. And she's had, like, pneumonia. They're making her drink thick water and shit. But, I mean, at this point, it feels gross to say at least she's alive. Like, and, like, I love my grandma to death. Like, it's going to destroy me as a person. I won't be the same person. You my talk grandma. to her? Is she, like, lucid? She is, well, kind of, like, she she remembers me and stuff, and she remembers, like, old stuff, but she has, like, tr- trouble day to day. Right. And I think she's starting to see shit as well. It's just, th- th- that fucking hospital environment is so, like, oh. it's necessary, but it's just, at the same time, it's so, like, volatile. Like, you just keep Dude. getting sick and like they keep trying to like fix you in different yeah. ways and it just takes so much out of you that it's like it's a drain it's a total drain the and hospital. it's like anyone like anyone would just be like fucking losing their mind in there you know easily i can see why they i know why now they have a crazy floor at the hospital oh yeah so people have been there more than a week yeah <laughs> i used to work at a nursing home and that's what it was like like you just have people that were in there who like didn't want to be there oh yeah and sometimes they would just act out just for the sake well dude you know like like moving like your like attitude toward things especially imagine if like all of a sudden they were like we make your schedule it's like being in jail but you didn't do anything except get sick and people are like nice to you sometimes you know man i remember like when i was a little kid my grandpa was always in like a nursing home like not always but like since I can remember, he was in one or like a very small apartment where he like would damn near set it on fire or something, and he wasn't like a, a good person at all or whatever. That's where I get my demons from, I think. The grandpa, like, grandpa yeah. demons. 
But um, he fucking was always in a nursing home, and all he wanted was four hamburgers with ketchup only from Burger King and some fucking Winston uh, Lights. Yeah. It was Winston Lights. Maybe it was Dude, if I'm in that stage of my life and I ask for something as simple as that, fucking give it to me. Yeah, I'm done. Like, like I'm just going to write that in some sort of documentation. Like, if I'm, if I'm on my way out and I ask for something, give it. just give it to me. <laughs> I just... I. That's all I want. Dude, that's always one of the most interesting things um, to me. Like when you're on your, when you're about to fucking face the darkness, and what comes afterwards, if there is anything for people that don't believe in stuff or whatever. Like I think that it's important to uh, remember that this might be the only chance you get to be alive. Like so, <laughs> what do you love? Especially if you've fucking come this far. What do you care yeah. about? And it's. I think about that all the time because I don't I'm like also currently dealing with somebody close to me being in the hospital. And it's, it's like, I believe just in my own, in my own life that once you die there, there's nothingness. You go back to just complete non-existence. It's like before your dad's six, your mom. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you're out, you're out. Like existence was this time. Mm Mm-hmm. And whether that was like a Miller moment or it was a lifetime, it doesn't really matter, you know. You finished. You're done. You're done. <laughs> hey, cross the line. Right. Cross the you had line. your time, and you did what you did with it, and you know, that's fine. That's great. That's like to me, that's the most uplifting way to look at it because that's uh-huh. like you really have to enjoy your life if you think like that. If you sacrifice this time. And the, which maybe it's our only proven amount of time that we get. Mm-hmm. If you sacrifice this time in order to like cash in on some reward later, like eternal life or whatever, you, you, that's a that's a big gamble. You're not wrong. And I think if you're living your life in a way that's not hurting anyone, and there is some sort of judgmental afterlife, regardless of your belief system if you were like a decent dude not a piece of shit yeah, yeah. i think those be like yeah dude come on into the party oh uh, dude yeah uh there's punch here but you can't actually have any of the punch right. there is miller lights you weren't that good we have punch here <laughs> and in this closet to the left we have white suits with white nikes <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> that's right i'd love to kick it in that outfit all day off-whites. <laughs> <That's> off-whites. <laughs> these are those fresh off whites no, I think that uh, in heaven, it's probably, like, if there is, if, for people that believe in heaven, I think that it's probably a lot like whatever you would be most comfortable with. Because out of all the, if God didn't make everyone or whatever, or, like, create the opportunity for shit to kick off, or however you want to think about it, if we're just dust in the wind, I think no matter what, there's something inside of us that can't be destroyed because of the thing that got us here, which I think is a little bit of humanity. Because the miracle is that we fucking, we speak and walk and talk and we, f- we figured out that we need to do those things and we fucking, it's, we're better off if we can communicate and we work together and we went from the car to the fucking moon in 60 years and then we went from the moon to fucking men staying. Space force. Yeah, their yeah. life in space for fucking like a space force, whatever the fuck. <laughs> God, nothing like volunteer astronauts. Give me a fucking break. You Jesus wouldn't be Christ. an astronaut if you got like you didn't have to go through school or anything. Dude, to be an astronaut, it is ridiculously tedious. Like you need to be good at math. You need to be really good at so, like something else that the. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if you like a physically fit yeah. person, like 
Like Maybe. if you were like a Lance astronaut, would you? <laughs> would you? <laughs> Hell yeah! Like if someone else was taking oh, care of all man. the details for you, like you wouldn't want to go to space. That's a song um, name on a math rock album not. somewhere. Absolutely not. I'd want to be responsible for some part of it. Oh, okay. So that's the stipulation you you want to like, but you're not going to be good at that. I'm saying like today. You you're, you don't like go in a week. Like, like if someone knocked on the door and said, so like, like. Quit. Publishers Clearinghouse, it was NASA, and they were like, well, you want a trip to space? Like, you don't have to do shit. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> really? I'd be all Not over it. Space. Dude, I, I like go. being part of exclusive clubs. We don't have our own space stuff anymore. We don't have rockets. We don't have shit. Space Shuttle is retired. All yeah. of them. Yeah. The ones that didn't blow up. That's yeah. fine. This is a wildly hypothetical situation. Dude, I'm telling you right now, the only thing I mean, the only on space scenario I want. deep space. Space. Oh, Endless, just shot out. Ion engines, fucking like long-term space travel for like Like crows. you would be part of Starfleet? Who, me? Yeah. Motherfucker, no. No? All that good vintage shit down on Earth? <laughs> That's true. You're going to tell me that Xboxes are $20 now? <laughs> <laughs> what, where the fuck do I got to go? I've been like... game since L.A. Noir. <laughs> I, would, I feel like I would go to space. I feel like if any like great expedition... That kind of just required me doing nothing. I would definitely jump on that I mean, opportunity. Give me like space colonies and cowboy bebop style space. I'm about it. It's not enough for me, dude. Like I want regular space in. isn't good enough for you, huh? Right? Because no, there's nothing in regular space. Yeah, dude. I, I wouldn't want that. There, I'm gonna go fucking crazy. That's Dave, true. I go crazy and there's people around me. <laughs> All right, I'm insane. Uh oh, I'm crazy. Woke up the condo. <laughs> I'm crazy guy. <laughs> I hang out with one person every day. <laughs> She's white. Jealous. <laughs> oh, God, that's no, the, that's the best. But yeah, I feel like, dude, I could not go to like space, be an astronaut, and sit no, with, like, you, the same right. the two more, motherfuckers for five months. The more like I think about more. that, that would that part would get on my nerves. Yeah, of. dude, that'd be annoying. But you really just like, an and then really we were talking about this the other day. Other what if another scenario, you know? You're in there for five months. Someone's going to crank it. You're going to run into that stuff floating around. No. Yes. That's your concern about going to space is you might run into somebody else's Like, What if I got to use the bathroom in the middle of the night and then there's just space jades hanging around in the bathroom corner and I just get plopped in the face? You think you can go five months without masturbating? Huh? Do you think you could go five months without? Yes, I can go five minutes without masturbating. Five months. Five months without masturbating? Yeah. Probably. Yes, I can go five minutes without masturbating. Of can course. you go five months without Without a jism? Without a single jizz. Not a not a drop. Are we doing this? Are we doing the? Uh, no, hell no. Are we doing forty days and forty no. nights right now? No. <laughs> no. Really? Was that a different movie? Forty days and forty nights with uh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, but more importantly, Shan Sossaman. That movie, I wish that was Phantoms instead of Vampires. He's actually in Hell. It, it, it's it's. I don't even remember what the actual point is. No point. He gets trapped in Hell, right? He's been dead the whole time. It's like a sixth sense. I thought. I don't care. I don't know. I hope. I the hope. The only good John Cusack movie is Gross Point Blank. Anything. Yeah. I don't like Joan Cusack either. Man, is that Joan Cusack? Yeah, ever since School of Rock. Saying that, I don't remember her. Uh, saying that is like being alive in the 90s and saying you don't like Maggie Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal. I will fight you. That's true. They're basically clones of clones. That's so, true. I, I prefer Maggie Gyllenhaal to Jake Gyllenhaal. I prefer her.
fucking his droopy mouth. Did you watch The Deuce? Hell yeah, this was fire. That show, that I had was to, awesome. I haven't finished Shout that. Shout out to oh. the oh. Smart Air Smash. Yes. We just got canceled. Yep. <laughs> Did he drop out? Did yeah, James Franco not? He's gone now. Nice. He's letting his uh, hate subside or whatever. Starting his own podcast. You better not be. There's only yeah, one there's podcast. Only one podcast. Teach these devils. Uh, and you just listen to it, bitch. Now, uh, uh, Dave Sibyl. Nailed it. Has been our guest. Thank you so much again, Dave. Two-timer. Two-timer. And full disclosure. Two times. Full disclosure, we got a little secret for y'all, bitch asses. Dave's coming back for a third time. Ooh. Wilson, can you do me a favor? Yes. One time. Well, it depends, really. One time, Jetski said, it's his last ah uh-uh, ah, and you went fucking nuts and just did the, the like best. Like a dying ah uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. What? Like you didn't ah uh-uh, ah, like you were dying. <laughs> like it was your last one. It was like a powerful moment. You'll never be able to recreate it. Was like it was like a last moment. Oh, never mind. Oh, never. I'm sorry. That was. A, I know what you're talking about. I forgot what episode. Listen to all of them. Ah ah. Ah indeed, young man. Dave, you'll be back to talk more about the upcoming Pressure Fest. Big deal. 17 billion bands. Pressure Fest. Millions of dollars poured in. White women with glasses. All the free booze you could want. Open your butt and let it in. Pressure Fest. your pants. Poop your butts. There are no rules at Pressure Fest. 2018. Brought to you by Fred Williams. Fred Williams, baby. Shout out, Walter Hemmelgarn. The Secret Ghost. Ladies and gentlemen, uh-uh. thanks for listening again. Dave, thanks for being on. Welcome, thank you. We'll see you again in a, like a, a couple of weeks or whatever with Pressure Fest. We'll talk about it, and I'll see you before that because we're actual friends. This is cool. <laughs> I live really close. Nice. Wilson, what you got? Goodbye. You heard him. Hello, and welcome to another episode, well it's not another episode, famous downtown 4th Street Theater, Pickwick and Frolic, uh, Pickwick and Frolic, hilarities, hilarities, Pickwick and Frolic, you know how it goes, um, right down there on 4th Street, they have brought your favorite in, uh, James Obrasso, that's me, this is a little something that, uh, was put together with some help from, uh, Nick down at Hilarities, Experiment. That we have going, wherein I talk to uh, some A-list mofos and try and listen and learn a little bit as we do on the podcast. Teach these devils, and also uh, we have we got a lot of good shit in the works. But this isn't about that. This is about uh, the historic and beautiful hilarities, uh, Four Street Theater, Pickwick and Frolic. To talk with uh, some some individuals of note, let's say. It is like uh, a weird childhood dream come true that I had no idea was even, you know, like a real possibility. When I was like 14 years old, I didn't think I would be hanging out downtown with Tom Green in the back rooms of Hilarities. You can hear like a fan whirring a little bit. This isn't the usual fire. 
that I, I try to bring because it's just a sample. It's just a, an inkling, a little taste of what we're capable of doing uh, to try and garner some support. So, man, I don't even want to wait because without further ado, I just want to bring you down this hot heat. But it's with Tom Green. Give me a fucking break. Actually, Tom Green. And uh, <laughs> the weirdest part is that Phil was, he came down to visit them. They're actual friends in real life. You might remember Phil from the Tom Green show. Sits and he would drink the coffee and laugh at all the jokes. And that fucking happened for me. So, even if no one likes this, I don't care. Because I got to, if I told my 14 year old self that I'd be uh, having a strong buzz on talking to Tom Green, I would have never believed it. But, I did it. And here it is for you to enjoy. Featuring me, James O'Brasfield. Uh, brought to you in conjunction with Hilarities, 4th Street Theater, a.k.a. Pickwick and Frolic, a.k.a. Shadow Nick. Um, so here we go. Here's the episode. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I'll talk to you a little bit afterwards. Is that a Blackberry? That's a Blackberry. Thank you for noticing. No, that's cool. Looks Thanks nice. very much. That's fucked I'm up. That's yeah. a cool Jim? Blackberries from Ontario. Yeah. Research uh, in motion. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll give you guys some space, Tom. I mean, I okay. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah, I'm not weird or anything. Like, if you want to hang out here, though, it'll probably make me act sillier. Yeah, okay. Because I'll mean, be trying sure. to entertain you guys as well. Uh, hell yeah. Hey, hey, but, hey, but James. Yeah. Keep your clothes on. Uh, well, I, it's Tom Greeno. I'm going to pop my fucking kid off, all right? There's no rules. All right, awesome, awesome. Cool. Crazy. Hell yeah. So it's good record like that? It sucks, right? It's trash. No, it's cool. I like it. No, it's cool. I like it. No, it's cool. I like it. You're it's a lo-fi, man. You're Tom Green. No, no, don't be hard on yourself like that. You're right. You're right. I'm not sweating. Yeah. No, just, I'm not just nervous. stay positive and. They think I prepared for this, but don't tell me I did. Okay, it's all right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Teach 'Em. James O. Brassfield, your host, and my guest today is none other than Tom Fucking Green. Great to be here. Yes. It's awesome. We have a studio audience here as well. This studio is exciting. Fucking yeah. is here. I'm peeing That's my Phil. pants. That's Phil. 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 Hey, don't Phil. 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 Okay. It happens. We all get mixed up. You ain't lying. Phil from the Tom Green Show who drank coffee in the background on the show. Yes. You're laughing. The funniest bit. I mean, we'll see. Not the funniest bit. The funniest bit to me was when you go, well, I got lucky. Yeah. That, I cried laughing for 15 minutes. Yeah. I didn't have the capability to rewind the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just had to deal with that and the year that that was. Yeah. Tom Green, we all know how you got your start, public access, television. Yeah. When did you decide that it wasn't a game? You were actually, you were doing it. I think it might be this moment right now. <laughs> right here, right now? Yeah, right now. That's being you on your show. Through. Being on your show. No, uh, I don't know. Probably, you know, shortly after MTV picked up my show... I got to be a guest on David Letterman's show. Get out. And that was, you know, just a few weeks after we'd started the show on MTV. And I grew up a huge fan of Letterman. I was, he was my idol. Uh, and and uh, so when I was sitting there with Letterman in New York, I thought, okay, this is weird. This, this, is, this, is, this is bigger than I thought this was going to be, this, wow. this show on MTV. Why didn't they give the lead show to you? I don't know. I asked for it. You, you I did ask. Uh-huh. Honestly? I, I tried many ways to ask, uh, but they, they, you know, they, they didn't give it to me. 
They did not give it to me. They made a huge mistake. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> Those fucking worms don't understand demographics. Yeah, I agree. Because if you would still be on there right now. I would be. Yeah. You wouldn't be talking to some... You would just be talking to the fucking Sofia Vergara. I don't know who's... Popular. You know, I'm ha- I'd, I'd, I'd rather be talking to you, my friend. I'm <laughs> so pleased to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. pleased. Yeah. Um, Tom, I, I'm familiar with the show. Everyone should be. Yeah. If you know anything about anything, I didn't always view the show as comedy. What did you always think of it as? A, like you were doing it? No, bit? it was like a period drama. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> people, people told us they thought it was funny, so we just changed it all Kept around. Kept doing it. Yeah. Started focusing less on the, uh, you know, the costumes and the, the Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman was on it for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was on. The she show. had the yeeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Quinn still got it. Uh, my friend of mine uh, from Ireland was talking about Doctor Quinn, medicine woman recently, and he told me that if you watch the episode, um, uh, at the show, every episode she'll she'll walk out at one point and say, uh, "Somebody go get some warm towels." <laughs> warm towels. Yeah. yeah. I'm not from the ghetto. Yeah. But. Uh, I've experienced the luxury of a warm that was towel. A, that was the cure for everything back in the 1800s. Warm towel, yeah. A warm and towel. I, in, a, in a black household, if, you, if you're sick, you put socks on your neck. Okay. Which is like a warm towel for your neck. Okay, that's nice. Maybe put some Vicks in it. Yeah. yeah. Vicks is always an option. Yeah. What does Tom Green do when he's sick? White people take Vicks as well. What? Yeah, we do. <laughs> but you're not a regular white. We also take Vicks when we have sore throats. You're not a regular white. You're from Canada? That's true. That's true. We are basically black up there. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I've always... I've, I've been to Canada once or twice. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple questions. Yeah, absolutely. Where's the fucking ketchup? Uh, we have ketchup on our potato chips up there, on our on, on, on potato chips. Excuse me? Ketchup chips. I'm offended. There's lots of ketchup in Canada. We're, but, big, in, we're big into ketchup. But when I go to the McDonald's, yeah. Fat Daddy expects the ketchup on the Frenchers. Yeah? They don't give you ketchup at the McDonald's? They slathered the uh, chicken gravy all over my French Oh, fries. that's the poutine, yeah. That's different. You said it right. Poutine, you said it the yeah. way that I'm going to say it for the rest of my life. Yeah, poutine. poutine, yeah. That's because I'm French-Canadian. You speak French as well? Well, I, my, I'm from French Canada. I'm not French Canadian, but he is. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I grew up around a lot of French Canadians. Ashante, motherfucker. Oui, Oh my God! Everyone's like, "Don't ask Tom Green questions about regular bullshit." Yeah, that's okay. I, li- so, I, I prefer that. I want to ask you fucking weird shit. Okay. Um, when did you realize that uh, it wasn't just it wasn't just public access for you. Like, when did you know that you were going to fucking kick it off and be the cultural icon that I'm looking at? Well, right now? yeah, like I said, when I did Letterman, when I was on MTV in New York, it was a very exciting time. I got to do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I got to host Saturday Night Live, which was sort of surreal. Huge. And I sort of then I think I realized, wow, this is pretty pretty epic. But uh, you know, I think it's it's uh, I started doing stand up. Uh, you know, 30 years ago when I was, uh, you know, 16 years old. I'm 46 now. I'm here in Cleveland. We're backstage at Hilarities Comedy Club in Cleveland. And uh, I just finished out. my first set of two sets tonight. And uh, I'm touring basically all around the world now. And so it's sort of an ongoing, uh, you know, sort of pinch me kind of thing. A dream, a dream uh, that I'm living, uh, you know. 
in real time. You know, I just performed in Israel this year for the first nice. time. I'm touring around uh, the world, basically. Shout out to the Jews. I fuck with you. Yeah, absolutely. We had a great time over there with, uh, with everybody. So The Hebrew people. Yeah, it was amazing. I think it's the PC way to say it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can say it both ways. Really the matter. Jews, the Hebrews. Yeah, peoples. absolutely. Yeah. Don't. I'm not going to. You're not going to do the other, the, 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 what do you call them? The uh, slurs. Yeah, no, no, no slurs. No, 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 no slurs here. There's, uh, you know, no need for any, anything like that. None whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's exciting. Uh, it's exciting to be doing stand up now. You have, uh, you know, uh, about uh, 19 years after the Tom Green show premiered on MTV in 1999. And uh, I've got amazing, you know, Fans all over the country. Absolutely, and, uh, it's been a nice, a nice, a nice ride. What's the hardest part about being Tom Green? Uh, nothing really. It's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah. So thanks for that. Try to stay positive, you know. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I don't know you, but yeah. you know, like people see you on the TV, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, I know this guy. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing anyone's ever said to you? Um, weirdest thing ever that anyone's or ever done said. to you with your consent. Whatever you're most uh, comfortable. I don't want to talk about, about that. <laughs> said will do. Done. Let's not. Let's not go there. Um, ah, the weirdest thing anyone's ever said. I don't know. You know, one thing is, is nothing really seems that weird to me anymore. So it's hard to even distinguish when someone says something. <laughs> the really king weird. of fucking weird, man. Yeah, it's like everything is weird and nothing is weird at the same time. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, I can't even think of anything right now to be honest with you. I respect that. So much weird shit's happened, you know. Top. Um, top. I, it was pretty weird when Eminem rapped about me in his song Slim Shady, you know. Yeah, holy you know, fuck. I thought that was weird. You know, I was just doing my thing, and all of a sudden there's this guy, Eminem, rapping about me. I just want to go on TV and let loose, but I can't. But it's cool for Tom Green to hump a dead moose, right? That's what accurate. That? Yeah, that's the song Slim Shady. That's his biggest song. Where we were you had. when you heard that? You were like, fuck. I was just driving in my car in Los Angeles. I heard it on the radio. I was like, holy shit, who's this guy? You should have smoothed and said, like, I was, you know. He let me around. use the song in uh, Freddy Got Fingered. So he let Yeah, me, oh my God, he, fucking Freddy Got Fingered, the most underrated piece of cinema uh, this side of fucking yeah, Citizen I'm glad, Kane. I'm glad you said piece of cinema. Yeah, I You're fucking you right, say, it's a piece of cinema. you were going to say something else, yeah. Piece of cinema. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, 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 torn. Tom Green, yeah, yeah, fucking the kid from the movie, <laughs> yeah, with the pie fucking that fucked the lady, yeah, the oh, guy, yeah. Huge. oh yeah, yeah, well, look who I met, uh, Huge. you know, Eric B and Rockham, holy fuck, yeah, I met Eric B and Rockham, I know, I know I Eric love B, this. but so that's uh, this weird. was the night before last night in Los Angeles, I uh, Eric B, who I got to know in Las Vegas this year because. Uh, I, uh, I perform in Las Vegas uh, okay. at Harris Casino, and Eric lives there. How is Brittany, and have you seen her lately? I have not seen Brittany lately, okay. but uh, I have been to some good shows in Vegas. All right. I've been to uh, Chris Angel and Carrot Top and Elton John. Hell and yeah. I saw Jay-Z in Las Vegas. Stop rubbing it in, Tom. Yeah, really. lots of good shows in Las Vegas. <laughs> Come to Las Vegas, see me at Harris Casino in Las Vegas, or wait for me to come back here to Hilarities in Cleveland. When will you be back to Hilarities in Cleveland? This is, I think, the fifth or the sixth time I've been here. Okay. Uh, so I, I come about every uh, year or two, you know, just uh, watch the schedule. What do you fuck with in Cleveland? Like, what's your favorite shit in town? I love the rock. Time to get I out? love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So cool. I love it. I love going there every time I go there on Saturday. I like love going and seeing, uh, you know, uh, David Bowie's Jockstrap right? and uh, <laughs> Elton John's, you know, 
Who boxer do, shorts. You go to the rock hall, so you fuck with music. I mean, yeah. You're a musical dude. Yeah. I Hit like, single. I like the Bum Bum song. The yeah, Bum Bum song fucking number, number one, one on TRL. Number one, that's right. Number in one. the whole world. Number one song worldwide. The Billboard. Bum Bum song. Even in North Korea. They don't even let music in North yeah. Korea, but they heard about a fine <laughs> gentleman from Canada Literally. named Tom Green. The original Gangnam style. <laughs> Opa <laughs> Bum Bum style. Yeah, yeah Bum Bum style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, good. I think like we got to bring that back. Bum bum style. Bum bum style. Yeah, you can uh-huh. use that. That's free. Will, I'll give it to you as a gift. Yeah, but, thank you. But uh, when I get to the top, yeah. I'm gonna need a payback. Okay, yeah. When right. it blows up, you know, I'll uh, I'll I'll say thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> fucking, I gotta ask you about the heavy shit now. Yeah. Fucking Donald Trump. Mm, you're yeah, not an active participant in the country. Like, are you? Are you you're an American. Well, citizen, I participate in the country. I do participate in the country. You vote? Uh, no. No? Good I, idea. I, I'm Canadian, so I, I'm not an American citizen. But I live here, and I pay taxes mm-hmm. in America, and I, 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 I employ people. I've, I've had uh, businesses. I've had people. So I, I feel like I'm still... Because sometimes, you know, like I've spoken out politically a few times, mm-hmm. and then people say, well, why don't you just go back to Canada? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't really How much know. does a broken leg cost in Canada? Oh, well, it's free. Everything's free. What the fuck? Everything's free. Healthcare. You guys got mad Asian bitches Health, up there as well. Healthcare is free in Canada. You break your leg, they just fix it for you. Yeah, and they actually have Star Trek technology, so it just, they fix it instantly. <laughs> so, not only is it free, wait, but you, stop. Are, you are instantly healed. Uh, and they just run sort of like a black light over you. You like you know those things in CSI yeah, yeah. that they shine on the sheets and you see all yeah. the, the cum on the sheets? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, they do that and your leg is healed. Please don't tell me that's not the truth. Okay, I won't tell you. Thanks so much. Um, Tom, uh, as you're drinking a coffee, you don't drink libations? Uh, I do drink, but I don't drink before I perform. There's a there's a, a Just whole during s- the show. During no, the show? No, I don't. I don't, I, I, I don't drink. Uh, Just after. After, yeah. I, I do. Um, there's a whole, like, uh, there's a, if comedians, I have a theory that's uh, deep-seated in my heart and bones because I know from experience... I'm not Tom Green or anything, but I'm a comedian too. Yeah. I'm a jokester. Yeah. And the whole point of being a jokester is when you start telling the jokes, you got to be like, I'm as good as fucking Tom Green, which is not true. You got to have confidence. You, you got to believe in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. When you joke, you're broke. Yeah. I tell myself I'm the best stand up comedian in the world. You have to. And every you time are, I go on stage. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, that too, yeah. I'm, I'm a nerve. You can't tell because I'm a professional podcaster, award-winning even. Yeah, you know, you're very good at this. I've done a lot of podcasting. You're very good at this. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah really. Thank you so much, yeah, man. I appreciate yeah. that. No, that means a lot. It's true. It's your, you're keeping it moving. It's funny, <laughs> and it's comfortable. Thanks so much, yeah. you guys. Yeah. You shouldn't. I won an award. My head's already fucking. I barely made it in the room. Yeah. I'm very facetious. Yeah. I'm a nasty nigga. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I am. You know what yeah, I mean? Me too, me too. <laughs> I know. I know you from the TV. We've been yeah. over this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Um, if you had the choice between uh, the Yeeks uh-huh. or the Yans <laughs> or the Schmilkies. Basketball teams? I don't know. Uh, the Yeeks, well, technically, no. Uh, the Yeeks are what I call the Cheeks. I do like a weird British Cockney rhyming scheme thing, yeah, okay. which you probably aren't on board with, Canada. Yeah. But uh, uh, Yeeks, Yams. Yeah. Yeeks is Cheeks. That's a, a woman's derriere, posterior. Oh, okay, yeah. Cheeks, yeah. Uh, the Schmilkies is a, 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 a thing I made up to mean boots. Okay. Who do you choose, my guy? Uh, the... Cheeks and the Smokies. The Yeeks. The Yeeks and the Smokies. You heard it here first. Tom Green chooses Yeeks. And the Smokies. And Smokies. Oh, yeah, so redheads only. Yeah. 
Bless Tom Green. Have we wasted enough of your time? No, this was fun, man. I appreciate it. Oh Thank my you. god. Thank you so much, Tom Yeah, Green. I've got a podcast too. Tell your listeners, uh, go to There's... tomgreen.com and you can click on uh, on the menu there and click on the podcast or it's on iTunes. Hell yeah. And I put a lot of my videos on tomgreen.com and follow me on Instagram. Do it. Tom Green on Instagram, Twitter, Tom Green Live, and I'm on Facebook. Like me on Facebook. Great to be here in Cleveland. Thanks Hell for yeah. having me on the show. So much. Before I go, yeah. Does Tom Green smoke weed? No, I don't touch it. I don't. I'm pretty clean living guy. What a waste of irony. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Tom Green. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure, man. Thank, Thank you, man. You so much. Amazing. Make sure you like, save that. That's some good audio. That's there. hot fire. <laughs> yeah, boy. No, you heard that. That was uh, that was that was me talking to Tom Green. With fucking Phil sitting in the back. It was hilarious. There's another gentleman there. I can't. I don't remember. I think it might have been Mike. I don't remember his name. He looked like he was more of the business end, and uh, or maybe just the friend end. I don't know. What, why am I pretending like I know Tom Green's life now? I don't know. He was very nice, um, very gracious gentleman, and uh, it was like meeting Tom Green. It was exactly how you would imagine it would be. It'd be like, oh shit. I remember you and Freddie got fingered. It was really kind of fucking, it was really just kind of dropped on me. But man, what a fun time. What a nice guy. Thanks again to you, Tom Green. Uh, he, he personally, Tom Green told me to uh, let him know when this comes out, so I will be doing that. Eat my butt, all of you. Um, I'm sorry, my bum bum, if you will. But yeah, man, that was so cool. And all of this would not have been possible without help from Nick, uh, Mike Polk Jr., and uh, Pickwick and Frolic backslash Hilarity's Historic 4th Street Theater. Um, it's like it's like fucking Goodfellas level shit, man. If you if you're not if you haven't been there recently, you should definitely go check it out. If you have been there recently, return again immediately because if you're not there, you don't know what you might miss. I mean, they they post it. They prod it, they poke you, they offer you all kinds of incentive to come downtown. It's right in the, in the heart of all the stuff everyone's always blathering about. So get down there and enjoy some huge A-level comedy. And then also, there's some small local, like, up-and-coming people up there doing comedy as well. So just support comedy. That's all, the only reason I talk to you people uh, with my silky, silky voice, is to get you to support comedy. And, uh me and uh hilarities and uh mike polk jr show which is kind of like it's kind of like the big brother to all the audio like uh, this is a wednesday because you know but the mike polk jr program it was just tuesday it's just last night and i was there and i'm super thankful again to nick and hilarities for giving me the opportunity to talk to some of these folks like we just talked for we didn't talk very long to Tom because it was literally right after the first show so like we're sitting in the back like he's having a hot coffee like you know it's, he's doing like the fucking actual comedy shit it's very heavy but it's Tom Green but uh yeah man I hope you enjoyed it and uh now without further ado I guess I'll just let you do whatever it is you do when you're not listening to us Here's a brief message from our sponsors before I let you go. Touch it. Breathe it, babe. Watch you dirty breathe it. Touch a matic. Thanks again, Tom Green. Thanks, Phil. Um, well, here's the commercial.
Hey everybody, Big Spite is here. I know it's getting hotter outside, the tensions are getting up, people want to go beat each other up more often. Well, do you need somebody to stop somebody from beating you up, or you need someone who beats your ass to get beat up? Call me, Big Spiders. They don't want to get caught in my web.